Hi, Nick. Thank you very much for, for being here for this conversation today. Um, I reached out to you because of your, well, number one, because of your wonderful book that I was starting to read, Words That Touch, 12 Essential Clean Questions for Mind-Body Therapists. And uh, because I personally have a background in mind-body uh, therapy, but also really body work and finding the connection between clean language, and we're going to talk about what on earth that is and try to explain that. Um, I find that connection interesting and I'm really happy to have a conversation with you where we can follow wherever it takes us. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes, if you're asking me what is clean language, um, that, first of all, when we use it in body work, it's really important to notice and remember that it, it isn't just about words, but what you just did there when you did that as a gesture, and it's a really important gesture, and it comes very naturally and intuitively from some deeper ability to communicate inside you than just from your verbal mind. If I was to ask you, is there anything more about that? That would be a clean question. If you do that again, and connection. So you were talking about mind working with the body and working with the mind, working with language. Well, what's yeah. that like, that connection there? So what I, what I notice, and it seems like we're going right in with the demo, uh, what I notice when I do this again is a sense of gratitude that goes along with, with this posture. It's something comes together, but with the coming together, there is this sense of yeah, gratitude in my chest. Wow, yes, thank you. So thank you. Gratitude in your chest. That resonates a lot for me. It's like two bodies listen to each other, not just two heads, whenever we're in any kind of significant conversation. And when we can tap into what the bodies are saying, that there's gratitude here, we're already creating a field of communication, which is a lot richer, a lot deeper than just, you know, um, asking about your goals or what you're aiming to achieve or something like that. And I should say that I don't normally jump right in like that, but we were already talking a bit and had established some rapport. And um, that's such an important point. Uh, and I, I don't know how many people watching this are, are into body work as such. Um, certainly more and more people in the coaching field are getting interested in what is called embodiment. Yeah, I think, I think the group of people who are interested in bodywork as it's classically understood as touch is not the biggest, but I think more and more people are very interested in embodied and somatic work yeah. and embodied and somatic coaching. Yeah, and just by respecting how the body is, is joining in the conversation, as we did just then, you can, you know, make a much deeper connection. And I think, you know, you, you're also talking about sometimes coaches feel they got stuck in working with a, a client. And the stuckness is, is always um, manifesting a lot more easily in the, in the body uh, and its communications or non-communication. So, but yes. So, so as, I, as I understand the way you just brought us in here is actually right. clean questions for mind-body therapists and rather than theoretically talking about that it's about 
bringing in what's happening and bringing in what's happening through the body for me there was this yeah. movement that i wasn't even aware of so it's interesting that you pointed it out um but yeah. through bringing that in and through having the ability to ask simple questions directed towards that and towards what what is already contained within that yeah we can open a space for ourselves and for for clients yeah and the opening of the space is kind of gives you a hint of what that word clean language is is about some people find it an annoying word uh especially other therapists who don't do clean language they think it's an implication that what they're doing is not clean enough but that's not really what, it, what it's really about that the the space that we open is the client's space and it, the the emphasis in clean language is in keeping that space completely uh, there for the client and not to be bringing in anything no diagnosis no uh suggestions no good ideas no um telling stories you know a lot of things that in other therapies are very useful no reframing for example you, you just don't do it you, you have this <clears throat> sense that there's a clean clear boundary around your client's space and the, the the questions that we ask in clean language are so simple coming from a sort of east asian medicine background i think of them as very zen like questions they're so simple and they're all built around the gestures or the words that have been offered to you by the client. They're the client's words and gestures. They're nothing to do with your own. So that's, that space is respected in, in, in a, a kind of, I think of a sort of Japanese way. <laughs> it's a very, uh, yeah, like a dojo really, that we, we enter, there's a clear boundary and we enter it as respectfully as we can and bring in as little of, of our own baggage as, mm. as we can. So, so in one way, if we approach the question, the question of what is clean language, what are clean questions, I, I hear you right now as there are these questions and it's depending on who you listen to about clean language, it might be 12, it might be nine, it might be, but uh, there are these questions, but more importantly than the questions themselves, it's about why are we asking the questions and what are we trying to enable another person or ourselves to get through those questions and that in opening a space where we ask clean questions we actually offer that space which is essentially their space or if we were to talk your space or my space and very respectfully learning how to perceive what might already be in that through words, through gestures, through where do we look, through all those small signs. Yeah. And then we have these questions that try to allow the other being, the, the human across from us, to relate to what's going on in their own space and learn more about it, while not putting our stuff into their stuff. Yes, exactly. Um for me, that creates a kind of 
well, it's a very special space. Like in a normal conversation, you tell me where you've been on your holiday and then I start telling you where I've been on mine. If, you, if I was to ask you more questions about your holiday, already that conversation would be tipping more towards taking you deeper into your experience of, of your holiday rather than just this normal kind of exchange. And so obviously once you've put in the, the dynamic of a client practitioner or coaching client relationship, then of course I'm as the practitioner supposed to be listening to you. Um, what's, what the clean approach emphasizes, I think, is that what I always say to my clients when they, they come along for the first time, is this is not a conversation between you and me. And it's nothing to do with like a psychotherapeutic conversation. This is a conversation between your normal verbal mind and your um, body mind. Mm. That's what we're here to facilitate. So th that space where you're actually being um, encouraged to listen to yourself is a very strange space to be in. Socially speaking, we hardly ever find ourselves in that space. And that little breath that I just took is sort of telling me that somatically I feel that that's a very almost um, sacred space to invite a person to be in. It can be a scary space too. So around that space, not invading the boundaries, but around that space, I do my best to hold that space, as they say, um, to provide- which, is a, which I do find is a very strange metaphor. I, I don't fully know what holding that space means, but that's another wow. question. It's just an expression. <laughs> but, well, I would say, no, it's a good point, but I would say to be as fully present as I can yeah. with myself and with the other person, but not by not going over their boundaries. Um, I think in clean language, holding the space does have that special meaning of I'm not going over the boundaries, but I am respecting those boundaries. Yeah, so that, that alchemy is the... Is the is the thing and because as the as the client you say something like well i've been um just feeling a lot of anxiety lately and it, it, I, you know it's, it's, i'm not used to that i'm just waking up at three in the morning and i get this boom 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 and i don't know what to do so i've just said a lot of things there but if as the practitioner i pick up on the most somatic bit and i say is there anything else about that boom 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 <laughs> then boom suddenly I as a client I'm in a completely weird space because I didn't even know what I was saying when I said boom 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 but if, if I'm asked that then of course my attention kind of goes naturally to somewhere around <laughs> around here because that's where it's coming from <laughs> and and with one question I'm already sort of my verbal mind, my ordinary thinking mind, the mind that likes to put labels on things and know securely what they are, is already a little disorientated. And I'm already on a, you know, my curiosity has already been triggered and I'm beginning to connect with some more somatic intelligence. Wait, and I've, I found the, the framing you did, or you, you made a few, probably two minutes ago of this is not a conversation between us but this is a space so you can have a conversation 
between your verbal mind, which is what most of us experience as this is me, uh, and the body mind. Yeah. And when you just refer to the, I said a lot of things, I've had these problems, da, 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 and boom, boom, boom. And that in that, if you take your own space and your own offer serious, as this is a conversation between between me in this, maybe this example, and my body mind, you pick up the boom, 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 boom. Mm. And you then allow through a simple question, and maybe so the people who, who are listening to this and who've never heard of uh, clean questions, the three questions you've already used in this call a few times is what kind of boom, 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 boom is that? Which would be one very simple, clean question. Um, another one is where is that boom, 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 boom? Yeah. And a third one could be, and is there anything else about that boom, boom, boom? Yeah. Where you are basically referring me back to what I said. And then by asking that question, I suddenly have to reconnect with my own experience and be like, okay, so what kind of boom, 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 boom is that? And, and it's a question that only I can answer. Nobody yeah. else can. Yeah. And within one question, you're, you're already starting a conversation with your own heart, which is quite a good place to begin, especially if we're thinking about things like the polyvagal theory and mm -hmm. um, where, does, where does language come from in an embodied sense? That was something that fascinates me. Um, and, I, and I would love to touch on the polyvagal okay. a little bit later. I, I, I liked your chapter about it, and, and I have some, some questions about the intersections of polyvagal. Um, but staying with this, yeah. basically, if we look at clean language as a way for the verbal mind and the body mind to interact, then that's a very clear intention and very clear kind of conversation that, that you can be offering to clients. Yeah, it's clear. I, I also should just sort of a little bit of a health warning in there I mean, because people coming to see me are expecting some body work shiatsu is my background um and usually in the sort of frame of mind that they're willing to go there uh if you're working more as a coach you know especially a corporate kind of coach mm. people may have no intention whatsoever of going there and i would never dream of asking that little character I was role-playing a minute ago about the boom, 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 I would ask them more, a safer question about, you know, what's it like when you wake up at that time in the morning or, you know, how long have you had this? Um, mm -hmm. that, that's the first point. And another point which we could go into <laughs> is since I wrote the book, actually, and I've been just thinking about all the kinds of language which we use in any kind of embodied work and, and in a lot of coaching where you do visualizations and anything that takes a person into their inner subjective reality which may be a shock to them you know <laughs> what what kinds of language do we use and um i i've sort of categorized these things and i, I call it body-friendly language the kind of language that we need to use before we maybe make that direct invitation to go straight in that you make with clean question <laughs> and and obviously one of the most common these days is is the invitation or the, the asking of permission so mm -hmm. i'm uh, i might ask would it be okay if i asked you a, 
a question about that, boom, 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 rather than just asking directly. <laughs> but you give a person that sense, which is so important these days when we're talking about being um, trauma sensitive, you're giving the person a sense of having more control over the process. And that's, that's the other thing I always say to people at the beginning, that I want you to make this, you know, get the sense that this is your space. And if I ask you a question that doesn't work for you, then forget it, you don't have to answer it. Um, I'm just doing my best to find the questions that work for you to facilitate this mind-body conversation. When I, when I hear those two things we could talk about, I actually see a connection between them. When you say you wouldn't ask the corporate coachee as the first question, hi, oh, what about that boom, 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 boom. Um, but you might actually get there through a series of questions. And the same when you have clients, and I imagine both clients who are returning, but especially clients who are coming for a first session with you, yeah. you wouldn't start off with them walking through the door and you just, and they just say, oh, I'm a bit stressed today. And what kind of stress is that? Um, that wouldn't be the first thing. No. So at least in my visual mind, if, if I imagine the clean space to be that sacred space for the visual, uh, for the verbal and the body mind to communicate, then each session also has kind of zones or concentric rings around that where we are not, not using clean language, but we are using other types of language. Hmm. And then one of the questions would be, how do you use clean language when, and what are the other types of body friendly and also just could be client-centered. I think there are different approaches that try to emphasize different elements of, of language uh, around that, that fit. So what the question is, when do you use clean When do you use it? And also how do you embed it in the bigger container? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so after I've made that kind of little contract with the client, you know, as I said, um, the, then I, I guess the, the answer to that is I use it when a sense of resonance tells me to use it. Um, um, I don't know if that makes much sense to everyone listening to this. <laughs> the, you know, I've done 30 years work in working with the people's energetic systems and when, before I start any shiatsu treatment I just sit there and listen with no words so and I wait you know you were talking about these layers these concentric circles and it's very similar in a way that when a person lies down uh, stops thinking so much and their body energy and the intelligence of that body system starts to take the space say, ah, it's my turn now, you're listening to me. Um, then you get a sense of when you're actually being invited to connect. Because sometimes, especially if you've done 20 minutes or so of work with clean language, sitting in chairs together, there's so much already happening. So much energy is already moving. So many connections are already being made. But when I invite a person, I say, would that be a good place to lie down and start the shiatsu? You know, they lie down and I just have to sit there and again, sort of hold the space. <laughs> just respect that there's a lot already happening here. 
wait until I get a sense that I'm going to be invited. So, so that that and that resonance is the word I'd use. That it's not an invitation that's coming necessarily from their conscious mind. Um, but I always have to you have to ask permission of the conscious mind because the conscious mind is the gatekeeper. Yeah, and the conscious mind can if if there is a no, it's often the conscious mind that can actually create the most rigid boundaries that will yes, make any yeah. any further progress yeah. very difficult. Um, well, that, that again, we could talk for an hour on that one about Ian McGilchrist's work on the, the two sides of the brain. You <laughs> say if there is a no, and I would say there is almost always a no. That is all, almost always the first thing a person says when you ask them a clean question. Is there anything else about that boom, boom, boom? No. Then there's a pause. Then there's, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's the the known comes from the left brain for most people where the, where the verbal mind uh, inhabits and and it's a natural thing it's perfectly natural no nothing there nothing else there this is a verbal mind nothing's here except the stuff we know and is well labeled and categorized um and then there's this shift you're inviting a shift over into the right side of the brain which is much more connected to the embodied intelligence and much better able to listen to it and that's what you're watching when the, you know that shift to no pause oh well that's what you're allowing you know space to happen yeah. and and inviting it because for a lot of people it's just not a common connection it's, you know the, literally the neurological pathways are not that well developed <laughs> and, uh, you know so i could go on about this <laughs> and, and and i so the, the kind of three connections I have to what you were just exploring is um, in the, in the bodywork I'm most familiar with, which is a Thai-based bodywork, but has developed much further than that yeah. by, by, a, by a wonderful person, Pascal Beaumont, here in Germany, um, who, who had one of the core pillars of it is honor the resistance. Yeah honor any resistance. And that doesn't mean we have to 100% go along with it, but not to make it wrong or go against it. And in, in the IFS internal family system where it's the same would be called every part is welcome. Yes, yes. And I find that is such an important base for whatever work we do to include and honor every element which is actually what i find that the clean approach does so well the clean approach is so focused on including yeah. anything gets included and we include it into yeah. a bigger container in a way because uh, we don't just fo just focus on the no but we uh, include the no into the bigger picture indeed indeed but, so may i ask you another clean question sure <laughs> Because you, 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 you use this gesture this time, which is different from the one you did before. And this is include. And is, <laughs> is there anything else about include? So when I, there are multiple aspects to this movement. So this one has a more open, 
element to it. So when my hands go open, my front feels open and there is a, there is a connection with the space right here. Yeah. And <laughs> this is going to be interesting for the people watching this, but this, this is being in the middle of what, how I also experienced the cleanness playing with this field. But so there is a connection, this is included. And then in this, it's again, kind of coming to that gratitude element of really it's cool. included with a, with, a, with a sense of a yes, like a, hmm. so it's not, it's not going against it, but it's more than that, taking in whatever is there and using the wisdom in every part using the wisdom in every part yeah and that so that there's the space and there's the including stuff and you know i asked you because it was so this was kind of very similar to what you'd done before but different as well 